<laughs> Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 332, Edge of Tomorrow, a.k.a. Live, Die, Repeat. My name is Eric. And I am Jason. Hi. Hi. So why wasn't it called Live, Die, Repeat? Uh, because that's people a, don't know how to title movies. That's a much better name. Uh-huh. Because what in the fuck does Edge of Tomorrow mean? It sounds like a razor. <laughs> it probably is. Yes. Yeah. Like, like every time... I mean, you're granted, it's been a while since you picked this movie, but yes. um, every time I've tried to remember the name of the movie, <laughs> I can't remember it. Right. Because it's like the most generic... So generic. It, yeah. Yeah. It like, I'm like, City of... Uh, uh, <laughs> Something... Well, you know, there's an of in there. Yeah. Yeah, of is like the only word I remembered. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, it is. What a terrible name for a movie. It is. It really is. Like any movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, literally, I cannot think of any movie that that title would fit for. Right. The only time I want to see that phrase is, like, as the secondary line on a, like, a proposed... Revision to a city. Right. Like it says Orlando, city of tomorrow. Sure. And, and like right. it shows you pictures of what they're going to do. You know? <laughs> like that's the only time that that is kind of maybe right. good. I mean, I could kind of, like, like now that we're talking about it, I can actually kind of almost figure out what they were trying for. Oh, it's called Edge of Tomorrow. See, I yeah, totally no, just yeah, thought it was right. called the City of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Edge. Edge of Tomorrow. I can't remember. What was it called again? Edge. <laughs> Like, like the guitar player from YouTube. Okay. Okay. It's about him. He, it's, uh, his replacement in the future. <laughs> now that would be, it's okay. Now that would be better. Like he's, if it was a documentary about. He's a cybernetic organism. I like his clone. The, yeah. Like Bono uh, actually bought him a clone for Christmas or yeah. something. <laughs> Designed and programmed to yeah. replace the edge. Should anything ever happen. <laughs> and that seems like something you two would do. I'm surprised that they haven't. Maybe they have. They probably have enough money to do that. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Edge of tomorrow. See, yeah. I like. I'm having to repeat it over and over in order to remember it. Are you having to live die repeat it? <laughs> I should. That's <laughs> <clears throat> such a good title. Yeah. Oh, the fans are right. Up. The fans are right on this one. Oh yeah, they are. And the book that it's based on is called "All You Need Is Kill" or yeah, something like which that. Which is also a terrible title. It's better than C- City of. Edge of tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, city of what? I know I'm getting part of it. City of... can't remember. City of Lost Children. Yeah. That's a much better title. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. This is, uh, this is a movie based on a novel. Sort of. Because uh, I learned a thing today. Oh. It's based on what is called a light novel. What's that mean? Uh... Basically, it's a novel that might or might not be illustrated. Okay. Uh, that is generally geared towards, like, you know, junior high age students. Okay. Young adults. Yeah. And, uh, is less than 5,000 words. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Uh, I, I did not know that. I did, however, know that this, uh, eventually was also adapted into a manga. Oh, yeah? Uh, that makes sense. Also called All You Need Is Kill. Yeah. Which, again, bad title. Yeah, it's not great. No. 
but it at least is more memorable than City Edge. Edge of Tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I, I guess we're talking about this movie now. Sure. Yeah. Might as well. Uh, so. I've liked Tom Cruise for all of my life. Have you? Yeah. I think you might be in the minority there. Right? Yeah. Cause, cause I think, uh, most people have, have uh, have waxed and waned on a, on a Tom Cruise. I, yeah, I, yeah. I certainly know that I have. Yeah, I mean, I don't like all of his films, and I don't like all of his personal life decisions. Sure. But overall, my entire life, I've been like, hey, it's Tom Cruise. Yeah, I, I have not. I have, I would say, mostly avoided anything with Tom Cruise. In oh, it yeah. Until, like, the last five, ten years or so. Right. Uh, like, I've never seen Top Gun. Yeah, I'm not, a, I'm, yeah, I've never been into that one either. Like, any, any of, like, his big 80s movies in which, like, he became, Tom Cruise right. because of, like, I've mostly never seen him. Well, he went through this long period of formulaic films where he was the best at whatever he did. Yeah. He was the best bartender, best NASCAR driver, best pilot. He's still kind of doing those things. <laughs> but, but they're but, different. But they've though. become more entertaining. Yeah. Uh, in fact, actually, I'm kind of glad you brought that up because I was absolutely going to talk about that uh, referring to this movie. Oh, yeah? Because, yeah, because, I mean, yeah, Mission Impossible, like, he's the best secret agent in the world. Right, right. Uh, the Jack Reacher movies, which which uh, now number in the twos. Uh, you know, he's, like, the best, you know, governmentally trained badass in the world. Sure, thing, yeah. Know? And uh, or, uh, right now I'm just mentioning movies that I actually enjoyed uh, that Tom Cruise made. And... Uh, like uh, collateral, he was like the best hitman, you know, in, in the world, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, and uh, here in this movie, we finally get uh, Tom Cruise, who is the worst at things. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it's kind of delightful. Yeah, he's kind of unlikable from the get-go. Uh huh. And he's not good at anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's good at being like a slimy, bureaucratic military guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, uh, the movie opens, he's mostly just sort of a, a mouthpiece for the, uh, the, the United Defense something or other. Right. Force? United Defense Force? Something like that. It, it was an F. <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically what happens is, uh, the movie, the premise of the movie is that, uh, aliens invade the Earth. Yeah, and, creepy ones. Yeah. They're not, like, happy E.T. style. No. Although, one could argue E.T. is also fairly creepy. <laughs> I wouldn't say creepy. He's off-putting at worst. Talk to my friend Bruce. Yeah. And you will meet a man who is deathly afraid of E.T. But he's got those adorable eyes. They're kind of creepy. <laughs> I mean, he's got, like, grandmother skin. I- I'm not. That's also very creepy. <laughs> He looks like, actually, he's, like, made out of one giant ball sack that was just put into a sort of humanoid figure sort of shape <laughs> with, like, a little red heart right, and some Reese's Pieces. And, and uh, eerily long fingers. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I'm on 
I'm a closer to your side than I am to Bruce's about my, my feelings on E.T., but, uh, you know, I can see his point of view. You know, originally I think Spielberg was thinking about calling the film Ballsack from Mars. <laughs> but they were just like, he's like, they're like, we're going to let you leave the guns in, but you got to change the name of the movie. And he was like, okay, it's a concession I'll make. Got to have the guns. Spielberg's the one that, that got rid of the guns. I know. Later on, well, he was like, well, they, when they re-shot that, they fixed that scene, he was going to release it as Balsack from Mars right. without the guns. He's like, finally, the one thing I did wrong in my career, I'm going to rectify. <laughs> <laughs> but then at the last minute, they just yeah. took the guns out and left the title the same. Yeah. And now, now he's gone back and said that removing the guns was a mistake anyway. Right. But still, it's still called E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Right. His adventures on Earth. Yeah, well, the Japanese release is called Ballsack from okay. Mars, well, if you find, yeah. if you find that DVD. <laughs> that's just how they translated it to Japanese <laughs> and then translated it back to English. <laughs> <Japanese>. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so, so, uh, yeah, aliens have invaded the Earth and, uh, world's governments have all banded together to try to defeat the aliens, and they are losing. Yeah, we're not doing well. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, Tom Cruise plays uh, Major William Cage. He is uh, the guy that goes on all the talk shows and, and uh, basically is sort of the, the military hype man. Right. He's like, we can do this. Enlist. That sort of thing. Yep. And then, uh, and then uh, suddenly he finds himself in a situation where he is forced to fight in a battle. And he's like, what? Yep. Because it uh, turns out he is not really a soldier. No, not at all. Yep. Uh, and uh, that, that's sort of where the wackiness starts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then it becomes uh, a mixture of Starship Troopers and Groundhog Day for yep. like the rest of the film. <laughs> <laughs> that is a perfectly apt description. Right. Uh, more, more Starship Troopers. But you know, there's quite a lot of groundhog. Yeah, yeah. not as funny as groundhog. Not there. no, but there's a couple of really funny parts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I laughed. Yeah. quite a bit. Um, I mean, I would say most of it uh, dealt with Bill Paxton. Oh yeah, he's great. <laughs> he's so good in this movie. Yeah, Bill Paxton's in this movie. Mm. I, I didn't know that. I didn't either. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just knew Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. Don't think I could say if I've ever seen her in anything else. Yeah, me neither. Uh, and, and sadly enough, the only other actor that I recognized, uh, besides the, the uh, uh, British general, uh, oh yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Sure, uh, he's but, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he was in Twenty Eight Days Later. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that I can pull right off my head. Uh, but also Firestorm from the Flash TV show. Oh, really? Yeah. Which one was he? Uh, he was the the young black kid in the uh, the uh, the squad in the, in the J the J squad. J squad, yeah. Okay. I've never seen that. No, that of course not. Yeah. Why would you? <laughs> I've no, I have seen some episodes. Of, it's on the Flash, right? Yeah. yeah, I've seen a few episodes, but yeah. not one with Firestorm. Right. But yeah, to be fair, he's now in uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Ah. Ensemble DC superhero show. Uh-huh. Nice. Uh, which is barely watchable. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, far more watchable, though. This movie. Edge of the City. <laughs> yep. We're getting there. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I yeah. really enjoyed this movie. It was very, it was very entertaining. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, it's like I remember seeing a trailer for this in the theater for something I watched. I don't know what it was, and thinking that it just didn't look very good. Right. <clears throat> but it was much better than I expected. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure I felt the same way. I'm sure I saw a trailer for it, and I was like, "Well, that just looks like another sci-fi bullshit fest." Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, you know, uh, space marines. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go again. Yeah. No. Yeah. Throwing the, the Groundhog Day twist into it. Uh, it's essentially what the movie is. It's, uh, Tom Cruise is a soldier. He uh, every time he dies, he uh, basically respawns like a video game. Yeah, and, and starts over from the, his checkpoint. Yeah, the same, the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's very video game like. Like, not only does it kind of look like a video game, there's even like a couple of shots where it's his first person. POV where you're yeah. shooting aliens, but yeah, you always start back over at the same point. Yeah. It's a very video gamey kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I mean, yeah, pretty entertaining. They they don't wear the the premise out too much. No, the Groundhog Day style yeah. thing. Yeah, like once it gets going, and after you do it a few times, they're really smart to edit it really quickly. Like yeah. just show you three little jumps to let you know, like, oh, he's restarted. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, this is where we're at. Right. This part of the story. Now. Yeah. And then, uh, then we start progressing the story. Mm-hmm. And, uh, even then, yeah, we, we get just little snippets after that to realize, okay, here's where we are. We don't have, you know, 20 scenes of Ned Ryerson. <laughs> yeah. I wish Needle Nose Ned was in this movie. <laughs> Ned the Bull? Ned the Ned, <laughs> Ned, yeah. Uh, Stephen Tomalowski makes every movie better. Oh, I'm sure he would. <laughs> I, you know, like, about three-fourths of the way through the film, you know, the Groundhog Day style thing stops. Yeah. And I gotta say, after that, I found it a lot less interesting. Yeah. Well, I agree. And I think there there is a major thing that also happens right around that same point. Uh, and it's a problem that I think a lot of, like, big sci-fi movies and superhero movies and, and epic you know battle movies or whatever I'll have right is that everything starts taking place at night or in really 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 low light yep and you can't see a goddamn thing yeah it's really hard to see for a while yeah I mean I feel like there was at least 20 minutes in the movie where you just kind of see the hint of shadows moving around yeah and right. then like an occasional burst of gunfire <laughs> right yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, they're in a lot of, like, dark, watery corridors under buildings right, and, yeah. like, in caves and whatnot, and you're just like, I can't tell what that was. Nope. Uh, yeah, I would say the, the entire climax of the movie is pretty much that. Mm-hmm. The, the big final battle between you know, the soldiers and the aliens. I mean, it looks cool. I mean, when, the, what, what you can see right, yeah. looks cool, but... But there is so much of it yeah. that is just too obscured. Right, yeah. And I also gotta say, I did not like the design of the aliens. Oh yeah, yeah. They're kind of matrixy, like those like weird matrixy machine yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, they're they're very tentacly. Yeah. Uh, like, like just a lot of moving parts, and they're they're quick, and they like hide underground. And right. They're the mimics. Not, they're called. They're mimics. called mimics yeah. for reasons that I don't think they ever explain. Yeah. Because they don't really mimic anything. Yeah. They uh. It's like a hive mind thing. Right. I mean, maybe they could have called them, you know, 
bees. Yeah. <laughs> right, drones would be yeah. better. Yeah. Uh, Maybe that's copywritten now. I don't know. Who knows? Gene Simmons copywrote drone. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't put it past him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, I think of mimics. I think of you know either shape changers or or something that looks like another thing. Right. Like like the Guillermo del Toro movie, mm-hmm. uh, which was a giant cockroach that looked like a man. I think of a guy with badass shades and an orange uh, leotard and his feet hanging. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think of. I also think of that as well. That would have been awesome if this movie would have been like hundreds of that guy running around. Ah. <laughs> Killing Tom Cruise over and over. Great. <laughs> um, yeah, but after after it lost the the element of the uh, time travel, the, yeah, like time it, like it wasn't even like I don't know. I think my disappointment disappointment did not lie in the fact that it was no longer that um, repetition, mm-hmm. but it was just like it kind of lost. And it, yeah, well, it lost something to to like, you know, set it apart from any other movie. Right. Like after that was over, it was like, okay, this just looks like a hundred other sci-fi movies, action movies I've seen. Yeah. After that, like, like, like to me, that premise was really cool, and not only you know was it engaging and interesting, but um, I was like, wow, this is fun and exciting. Right. And then when it was over, like instead of giving you something else, maybe they it just kind of became like, you know. I mean, Another I, sci-fi movie. I kind of get it, you know, because because at that point it's like it's like a video game where it's like you have no stakes, yeah. Because okay, every time Tom Cruise dies, you know, he comes back and tries to do it better next time, right? You know, uh, and and you know, he he loses that ability, like uh, you know, like uh, two thirds into the movie, right? And, uh, you know, I. The idea behind that, obviously, is just like, okay, now things matter. Yeah, and shit's real now. Right. You can't just redo this. This is your yeah. last life. Exactly, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, they don't... I don't think they did enough to sell that. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what it is, because, yeah. like, not... It's just kind of like, okay, well, we're not doing that anymore. And then it doesn't really, like, go on this other route. It just... I don't know. It just seems kind of like stale yeah. after that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it's pretty by the books, and at that point, it's. I mean, it's almost predictable. You pretty much know what's going to happen, right. no matter what. I think that's what it is. It is a uh, you know the first half of the movie, you didn't know what was going to happen. It was just weird and exciting. Right. And then like, you know, yeah, unfortunately, the last fun part to see you know how how many ways that you know. Okay, this is how Tom Cruise fucks up this time. Right. Yeah. And, okay. Hey, we see him. You know, you know, surpass it. The next time, but then, you know, something else happens. Right. And he fucks it up, you know. And, yeah, that that was fun, you know. But, yeah, I think after that, you know, yeah. it just becomes... Well, by that point in the movie, also, he is now the best at everything. Yeah, again. Exactly. It's back to... Yeah. That. <laughs> it's just... It's very routine after that. And it's not like it's bad. It's just... It's just the... It's just when you make something that the first two-thirds of it is the most exciting interesting unique part right it just kind of makes the end sell a little short yeah like they should have at least maybe done something else weird with the end right. of it yeah instead of like just being like okay well from here forward you know it's just a normal movie now right you know it's like okay you know maybe you know i, I get that they didn't want to keep the the groundhog day style scenario but just they should have done something else weird and right. unique with it and i feel like there's a way they could have gotten around that too, because like part of the whole 
time loop thing hinges on like you know a certain species of the alien that they find. Right. The uh, Omega. Yeah, or the Alpha. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it the Alpha? Because there's the the orange ones, and like the ones that like with have, the red sunglasses and their feet hanging out. Yeah. They, <laughs> Like, they're just, like, the drones, and then the Alpha is the one that sort of, like, protects the, you know, the hive mind of sorts. The queen or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it turns out, like, when you kill one of them, uh, basically, like, they have the ability to sort of restart time, which, you know, is basically what happens to Tom Cruise. He kills one of them and, like, ingests its blood, like, as as, uh, they both die. And he now gets that ability to transfer time. Uh, I'm going to, like, tangent, I'm going to have to stop drinking the blood of my victims from now on when I kill, like, random weird aliens. Uh-huh. Because I don't want to get stuck in a time loop. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. That's the only reason I'm going to stop, too. Okay. Because I fucking love drinking the blood of my victims. It's, like, my favorite thing. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. I was, I was trying to figure out a way around it, but you know, I mean, yeah, what happens if you know once you figure out the time loop, right? You know, like like you know, yeah, you, you at that point you never know what's gonna stop, you know? Oh you know, yeah, anything, you know? Yeah, I don't want to go insane, right? Like I thought, yeah. I thought Tom Hughes was gonna go insane for a moment. Yeah, so you know, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with the blood. But no, like, I, I feel like, you know, maybe later in the movie he could have killed another one and started, like, a new checkpoint. Yeah, see, yeah. that would have been cool. Right? Yeah, you were like, oh, all right. Yeah. Or, like, you it's know. Like going back to the video game, it's like, hey, here's your save point. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. That would have been fun. Right? Um, And, yeah, that brings up a question, because, you know, in the movie, you know, when Tom Cruise dies, um, you know, his day starts back over. What what happens to the other people that are alive in that day where he dies? Like, do they just live the rest of their life, or is or does it just disappear at that moment? Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's that's you know could also you know, be a question forced onto Groundhog Day, right? Or any other time travel movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess the, the popular theory is that the, every time he dies, there's like divergent timelines. Right. That's like, interesting. You know. Uh, who knows? It's, it's the, the, the main problem and headache of time travel and stuff. <laughs> I mean, that can be very awkward if someone kills Tom Cruise, you know, and then, like, you know, to get him to start back over to save the day. Right. But then, like, they have to live out the rest of the repercussions right. of that. It's, oh, like, yeah, really yeah, awkward. Tom Cruise in this timeline. Yeah, yeah, and, like, now I'm being arrested or right. whatever. It's just awkward. Yeah, maybe, maybe, well, you know. The only person other than aliens or, uh, you know, weaponry that kills him is, uh, his, you know, his buddy. His buddy, uh, whose name I cannot think of right now. Um, the, the metal bitch. Full metal bitch. Full metal bitch. Uh, her metal name's Rose. Rita. Uh, Rita. Rita Rose Potaski or yeah. whatever, yeah. Uh, played by Emily Blunt. Yeah, she's the only person that actually physically kills him. And she does it a lot. Yeah, she does it a lot. And, uh, at, at certain points, she also does it in, uh, you know, I would say public. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, Around yeah. other people, yeah. And, and we know actually that the moment he dies, it doesn't reset because there's one really funny scene where, uh, he lets himself be killed by some machinery and for a few seconds you see, like, Bill Paxson's reaction to it. Yeah. So, so like that, I, I guess it does continue the timeline. Yeah, maybe. 
Unless he was like slowly dying. It could have been that. Yeah. 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 That was hilarious. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the funny moments are generally kind of generally kind of dark in this movie. Oh yeah. Um and not just the lighting but right, in, right. in tone. Uh I, I but, got what you mean. But they're they're the funny parts are really funny. Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean it's a fun movie. It is, yeah. And it didn't the ending didn't ruin it for me. I just yeah. think I I just think that the ending is a letdown compared to the first two thirds of the movie. I totally agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like I said, for me, it was mostly just because I couldn't see anything right. at that point. Yeah, but also, yeah, it does become very stale and predictable. It yeah, it becomes another Starship Trooper, right? Total Recall, whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, yeah. it's just like okay, yeah. here it goes, and there it happened, and there it up. Oh, okay, the credits. Yep. Uh, and then even the very ending is slightly confusing, but yeah, um, I mean, I'm not a I'm not a fan of the very last like couple beats of yeah. the film. Like I didn't really care for that. Neither did I. Yeah, but whatever. But overall, it was yeah. Overall, it's very, very enjoyable. Yeah, sci-fi war movie, especially yeah. when you're trying to figure things out at the beginning. You're like, what is going on? You know, because at first, like the first time he died, um, and brought back, I just thought it was like a cheap uh. Like dream, you know, dream sequence yeah, thing, because yeah, yeah. um, I'd forgotten, you know, whenever I saw the trailer. Because the name of the movie doesn't give you any fucking hints as to what it's about. No, yeah, because when you're like, edge of the country, you're like, I don't know what this is about. I mean, edge of the city. I'm sorry, I had that wrong. <laughs> it's city of the country. City of the country, yes. <laughs> it's city on the edge of tomorrow. That would make a much much better title. I like that. <laughs> Write that down. All right. Just don't let Harlan Ellison see it. Right? They should have just called it Tom Cruise on the City of it, the Edge. <laughs> no, it should have been Live, Die, Repeat. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Totally. That's yeah. what it should have been the title. You know, and if they really wanted to keep Edge of Tomorrow, they could have just made that the tagline. Yeah. Live, die, repeat, in the edge of tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think even the, the movie makers sort of realized their mistake, because when it came out on DVD, like, the packaging for it has live, die, repeat, giant on the box. Oh, does it? And okay. edge of tomorrow, like, really small on the bottom. Now, now, live, die, repeat, where did that come from? Was that a fan thing? Uh, no. There was that, that was the tagline for that? That was the tagline? Yeah. Okay. And, uh... You know, also completely and totally explains this movie without yeah, even seeing it. Right? Yeah. How could they have had that at the, in their hands and not used it? Right. That baffles me. Yep. And like, and and I the only the only reason I could see them calling it Edge of Tomorrow was if you know is based on something called Edge of Tomorrow right. that was really popular, and you're yeah. like, okay, there's a built-in audience. Exactly. But but yeah, to no, change not, the title to right. something so shitty is just beyond. I don't yeah. know. Beyond. If you're listening, guy who did that, <laughs> yeah, you're fired. Yeah, you yeah. need to do better next time. Yeah. I don't hope you're fired. I hope you've learned your lesson. <laughs> well, in your next year. Yeah. yeah. Right? Uh, no, like, and then the movie, I, get, I think it kind of bombed uh, when it came out initially. Partially because of the title that, you know, is so just bland and generic. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, the trailers, like, did not make it look that interesting or unique or anything like that. Right. Uh, and so it kind of failed, but, like, you know, it got 
good reviews and critical acclaim. Oh, yeah. I guess it did well enough, though, eventually, that uh, there's going to be a sequel. Huh. Nice. <laughs> Which, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens, I guess. Huh. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Hey, it's, yeah. it's fun. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't bad. It's definitely worse ways to spend two hours sure. with Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. I've seen worse Tom Cruise movies. Yeah. I've seen better ones as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I've, this is our first Tom Cruise movie. Ever? Is it? I think so. Probably, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, huh. Yeah. I think we, I think we started to, I started to pick Eyes Wedge up once, but okay. I never, I never did that. Yeah. I appreciate you not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. you, have you seen that? I have not, but I don't know that I really want to watch weird sex cult movies with you. <laughs> it's not all about the sex. <laughs> I mean, you know. It, what isn't really, well, but, sure. but, but it's not all about it. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing I kind of didn't like about this movie. Is that, uh, towards the end when, when, uh, Emily Blunt's character just like starts making out with Tom Cruise just before they both die. Yeah. It's like, you well, you were waiting for it to happen. You know, you knew it was going to happen. No, I wasn't. Actually, I was kind of hoping it wouldn't. Cause it would have been cool if it hadn't. Yeah. Yeah. But cause, cause technically she has only known him for a day. Yeah. Well, they just, he's known her for like a thousand years or right. however long yeah. he's been doing this. But they didn't really make out so much. No, I mean, yeah, they just had still... like a big goodbye kiss. Yeah. You know, but but maybe oh, maybe it's like in Groundhog Day where after he's lived it so many times, it sort of is like rubbing off on her soul or whatever yeah, that yeah, that, yeah, that they've known each other so long. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that part was not ideal. Yeah. I don't know. I've I've beginning to find myself in, in any form of fiction, you know, unless it is specifically like, you know a romantic something or other, you mm. know. Uh like I, I don't give a fuck about, you know, romance subplots. Right. You know, or or love stories or anything like that. And, you know, that may just be, you know, my heartache coming through that right. cynicism. But yeah, I also think that mostly it detracts from Stories. You're talking about pornography, right? Uh, no. You, you just fast forward to the the part where they talk to each other and make out. I think it's totally fine in pornography. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, in fact, I actually prefer it and prefer really. Pornography, and I don't okay. like the rest of it. Okay. I usually just turn it off by that point. Right. Once they start taking their clothes off, yeah. Like, okay. Of course, by that point, I'm usually done. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I, I saw him remove his glove, <laughs> and I just spent myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it's just me. Like, you know, I don't, uh, you know, unless it is a story that is specifically built around, like, a romance. Right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know, it's just me. Yeah. yeah. Fun. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah it was good. I'd, I'd say check it out. Yeah. I don't know that I'd want to see the sequel to this, though. I thought it... Yeah, like, especially... Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of... seems like kind of a one, one-trick one pony. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, who knows. Yeah. Of course, at this point, I'm also... Uh, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm... I don't know, I'm weird on Tom Cruise. Like, like his personal, like, you know, political and, and, and religious Re- meanings all sort of rub me the wrong way. It, it does kind of color his performance whenever you think. Right. It, it's hard to disassociate that. Yeah. 
and, and also, you know, he is Tom Cruise, so it's not like he's like, truly relying on his acting abilities. Right, yeah, he could do whatever. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, he's just always going to be Tom Cruise. He's never truly ever going to be lost in a role. Yeah, right. He's like, who is that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, I've enjoyed the last two uh, Mission Impossible movies, like, a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the first Jack Reacher movie was, was really good. Uh, just like this, you know, just a lot of fun. Right. Uh, but uh, there's a sequel to that coming out, and I kind of don't want to see that either, even though I'm sure it'll be fine. Right. But, uh, you know, no Werner Herzog, uh, no Jack uh, Reacher, too. Right. Yeah. I, I haven't seen any of the Jack Reacher. Actually, I haven't even seen any of the Mission Impossible movies. Which yeah. You should avoid the first three. Yeah, okay. Although, I don't know, I've heard some people say the, the third one's okay. Yeah. J.J. Uh, Abrams directed it, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's, he's pretty good. Yeah, but but four and five are great. Mm-hmm. I mean, five probably could have been like a half hour shorter, but, you know, otherwise it's like just a really thrill ride of a movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. And, uh, yeah, the first Jack Reacher is good, uh, but but also most of that is because Werner Herzog is the villain, and he's amazing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, and Collateral was uh, really good because of that was actually one where I can point to and say, oh, it's Tom Cruise actually trying to act and yeah. be a role and not just Tom Cruise in a movie. You're right. Yeah. I'll have to check that one out. I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen... I haven't seen a whole lot of his, like, last 15 years worth of stuff. What do you think the last one was, uh, Interview with the Vampire? <laughs> uh, I think Vanilla Sky probably yeah. was probably <laughs> the last one I saw. That's one that I would be curious about. It was pretty good. Yeah. And Kurt Russell was in it, too. Ooh, I, mean, I did not know that. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. it's, like, I just know that it's really weird. It is strange, yeah. yeah. But, but that's also one where, like, the trailers, like, made it to be, like, a completely different type of movie. Right. They were probably trying to just sell it to right. Tom Cruise fans. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Want a, want a break. Yeah, we'll take a we'll take a break. All right. Uh, we'll be back shortly. This plane is definitely crashing. <laughs>
welcome back to Gutter Trash. Hello. Howdy. Howdy. So, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, we so, took, took a little break. Took, took a little break. Uh, yeah, I won't go into any details here, but uh, I'll just say that you and I need to stop having nervous breakdowns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but, yeah, we, we, uh, some, some not great things happened, but, uh, we, we had to take a, a short break again. Uh, hopefully that won't happen much more in the future. <laughs> right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but we're back. And, uh, we got some changes coming, I think. Yeah, I need to change my underwear, that's for sure. Well, me too. Yeah. I have shit myself completely during the break. Did you really? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just shit myself in life. <laughs> just, just like uh, metaphorically, metaphorically shit yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're metaphorically incontinent. Yep. <laughs> Emotionally, spiritually incontinent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sums up. <laughs> yeah, we we uh, we had to take some time off, and, and uh, it's been. Two months or so since we last got together? At least. Yeah. Maybe more than that. I mean, we've seen each other regularly. It's not like we were... Oh, yeah. Bit, yeah. yeah. Just just uh, not in a good place to do a show. We were we were actually in the same prison cell. Yeah. Um, like I said, not in a good place to do a show. We were caught fornicating in the, the aftermath of a robbery we committed. We yeah. were just so excited we got all those jewels. Yeah. We were just we just went at it, and yeah. that's where we hit our downfall. So from now on, no more sex. After no more sex not after immediately. Not, no, no, no. Back at the hideout. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yep. Or in the getaway car if we get a good driver. Sure, sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we tried to podcast there, but the acoustics in the prison are not great. Oh yeah, no. I mean, you're you're dealing with the the motorboat sound of the air conditioner right now. Yeah. But uh, just just imagine that with concrete walls. Right. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it would be nice if there was nobody else there. It sure. Would be, be, you could record an album there. I mean, Johnny Cash did it, right? Um, but <laughs> we're, we're no Johnny Cash. No, we are not, <laughs> sadly. Yeah. Yeah, we just can't walk the line. Nope. No, we cannot. Uh, we also, uh, prefer not to wear too much black. No. It's, it's very hot in the summer. Yeah, it is. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It, it always baffled me because he lived down south. Right? And he wasn't a skinny man, so you'd think he'd already be sweaty. I mean, when he was younger, he was. Uh, I don't know if I'd say skinny. Yeah, he wasn't fat. But, but he got large towards the end, and he was still yeah. wearing a lot of black. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was probably more indoors at that point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hanging out with Rick Rubin, doing yeah. coke. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Off of a Beastie Boys vinyl. <laughs> I'm surprised Rick Rubin didn't talk him into covering a Beastie Boys song. He covered, like, everything else right? towards the end. I don't know, maybe, uh, yeah, that is kind of surprising. Maybe that was for the, the album that he was going to work on after, you know, before he passed away. Well, he put out, like, six albums. He, like, out Tupac to Tupac after yeah, he died. Kinda, yeah, And no, no disrespect, like, I I really love all those albums sure. towards the end there. They're great. And Johnny Cash was a hell of a dude, but, but um, yeah. I don't know, yeah. Maybe, maybe he just couldn't find the right Beastie Boys song. Right. Like, he, he tried going through, like, you know, they're, they're sort of... Hits, you know. Can you imagine? But then, you know, he's like, well, maybe maybe I'll check out some of their hardcore days. 
Yeah, see, maybe oh, right. great on Mojo. Right. I could see Johnny Cash totally belting Hey Ladies really well. Right, yeah, or, That'd be great. Maybe maybe even like uh, Cookie Puss. Oh, uh, yeah. The, uh, the, the first uh, foray into hip-hop that the Beastie Boys tried. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> These pussy crumbs are making me itch. I, I could totally hear him say that. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, other than some of that other stuff that happened, uh, you know, since the last time we recorded, uh, I know, I know we kind of teased it uh, a little bit in the last episode, you know, two months ago. But mm-hmm. I, I went out of state. Oh, yeah. That's right. And, and yeah. went to a big convention. Oh, yeah. Uh, comic book convention. Comic book convention, yeah. And, uh, had a mostly okay time. Mm-hmm. Except for, a really bad time on the last day of the show. Ah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, went to North Carolina, Charlotte, uh, for Heroes Con. Probably one of the, the bigger conventions, uh, in oh, the yeah. region. Sure. Of the region. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at least one that's not, you know, Wizard World or, uh, you know, uh, like New York Comic Con or, or anything like that. And, uh, and sadly, also one of the few comic conventions that uh, still pretty much only focuses on comics. Oh, yeah, there's not, like, movie stars or whatever. Nope, nope. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was, it was a mostly okay time. I, I did not uh, make a, a ton of money or anything. You, you were a vendor. You were exhibiting. Oh, yeah, at a table. Yeah, he was yeah. exhibiting. Yeah. Uh, on display. Selling my art. Or at least trying desperately. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I sold a couple things on, on the Saturday of the show. Uh, I think I sold maybe one or two things on the Friday. And absolutely nothing on Sunday. Ah, yeah. Uh, but we were in a terrible position. Uh, just like pretty much tucked away in a corner where everybody ignored. Ah, yeah. That, it's all about location. Yeah, it kind of is. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, like, uh, I don't expect to be seated next to a, a Matt Fraction or Kelly Sue comic or right. anything like that, yeah, but, yeah. you know, I mean, with other comic creators would have been slightly nicer, right? right? Instead of just cosplayer <laughs> and anime print guy and novelist. <laughs> yeah. Or pillow manufacturer. What? <laughs> There was a table behind me and a table across the row from us that were selling pillows. Really? Yep. You were sandwiched between two pillows? Uh-huh. I mean, normally, that sounds great. That sounds awesome. Right? Just just a soft bed of softness. So, and, you're, uh, like, you're like John Candy's hand in Plain Strange mm-hmm. Automobile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was okay. I may think about ever doing it again sometime in the future. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if, uh, I definitely know that I would not want to be there as just a, a con goer. Oh, really? Yeah, cause, cause it is just too large and unwieldy. And, uh, yeah. I mean, with most conventions, I'm like, well, I've been here half an hour. I'm good. Yeah. 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 The big ones kind of like after, after a while, kind of, I'm yeah. done. I'm done as well. Uh, so yeah, usually like I like to 
have a, a home base. So oh, yeah. Like that before. Yeah. So having a table there was fine. You know, but, but hopefully if I would ever do it again, hopefully I would get slightly better positioned than right. tucked away near the bathroom and the, uh, the, pillows. the wall, you know, and the pillows there. Were they like comic book themed pillows? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, just, you know, fabric that had like, you know, Wolverine's head. Uh, and over and over sure. And yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. Or like a zombie pillow. Or, right. Or, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. But hey, yeah. I went out of state. I traveled. I don't usually ever get to do that. That was interesting. Mm hmm. If some of the trip was also very shitty. Right. <clears throat> like getting stuck in traffic for, you know, four hours at a time, which happened on my way down there. Right. Uh, <clears throat> Who doesn't love a good traffic jam? Oh, sure, yeah. Nothing like getting stuck in a, in a state that you've never been to before. No idea how to, like, get out of it if you wanted to. Right. No alternate route. Right. <clears throat> which I'm sure I could have used my phone to figure out something, but still. Like, also, like, the route that I was on, especially when I got stuck in North Carolina, there was no place for me to get this off. This is mountains. Yeah, this yeah. mountains, probably, yeah. Well, the mountains were mostly Virginia and West Virginia. Mm. And yeah, I had that issue there, too. I got stuck in every single state that I traveled through mm. that day. Like, it's a seven-hour trip, like, from Dayton to, to Charlotte, and it took me about 14 hours. Oh, together. yikes. Yeah. 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 So, so we're in it. <clears throat> yeah, I like traveling, but not, not that slowly. Right. Yeah. And, you know, like, uh, I, I drive at least two hours a day as is, you know, for work. So I'm not a huge fan of being stuck in a car. Right. Uh, so, so to spend that amount of time in a car just sucked. At least that I had a rental and it was at air conditioning. So, oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that, that helped. That's something. Yeah. But I listened to like four podcasts on my way down there, and then I ran out, and it was just like, well, what else am I going to do now? XM <laughs> <laughs> oh, ready. Didn't have it in the uh, car. You had to pay extra for that. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. I did have my MP3 player, so right. it helped a little. <sighs> and then, uh, otherwise, I uh, haven't really done much of else in the last two months. Had a birthday. Yeah. Tried not to celebrate it as much as humanly possible. But, sure. But you forced me out. Yeah, I tried. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you succeeded. We went to a place. Yeah. yeah. We had we had, we had some uh, margaritas. Yeah, we did. In fact, we had margaritas yesterday, too. Yeah, we did. Wow, yeah. we're just luscious. That's what we've been doing. We are. We actually, truth be told, didn't fornicate after a robbery. We've just been lying under a bridge drinking margaritas yeah. for three months. <laughs> we thought the world was ending. Yeah. And we were like, why do a podcast when you can just get drunk and sure. watch the world in? And then, uh, and then, yeah, last week we found out it wasn't ending. So. We were like, color us silly. Right. But still, we couldn't give up the drinking. No. <laughs> no. Once you're that far in. Yeah. So now we're just, we're doing the podcast and drinking. Yeah, yeah. of course. That's the way you gotta do it. Combining our two loves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drinking and making you guys suffer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so, uh, during our, our little break, you, uh, you, you, uh, you, you approached me about maybe making some changes to the show. And, and 
and uh, I am not opposed to those changes. Yeah, yeah, we're change switching it up here. Yeah, we are. Uh, which, which I mean, some of it, you know, I'm not gonna lie, it disappoints me a little bit, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna figure out a way around it. All right. Uh, but uh, you just heard our last movie review. That's it. That that was it. Yep. Tom Cruise killed the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I guess if I'd have known, I would have maybe picked a better movie <laughs> you know, to, to go out on. Well, but, that's uh, the thing you never know when you're yeah, going to pick a movie. That's what, it's going to be good or not. Well, that is also true, but maybe I would have picked, like, Citizen Kane. <laughs> oh, right. Something know, a little more. Yeah, a little more prestigious and, right. you know, yeah. Not, you know, a dumb sci-fi movie that came out two years ago. That was name. I honestly can't remember right now. <laughs> I honestly can't. Edge Edge of Tomorrow. Yes. I, I, I was like... <laughs> I almost I almost really thought it was City of Tomorrow. <laughs> Just terrible name. Terrible it name. Is not good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you, you've, uh, you've long sort of... of you know, said to me that uh, you, you don't particularly enjoy the process of picking movies. Right. I can never think of one I want to watch. Right. Even though, like, you know, we spent an hour earlier today just <laughs> talking about nothing but movies. Right. Uh, before the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, you also expressed a, sort of a disinterest in, in talking about movies. And, you know, again, spent an hour talking about movies earlier. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, talking about, like, you know, what we just watched and all that. Right. And, and I think you'd do a fine job of it. But, you know, I mean, it's a partnership. I'm not going to, you know, say, no, we have to have movies all the time. Right. You know, but, uh, yeah, we, we're not going to be reviewing movies anymore. Yeah, we're switching up to alternating between comics and rodeos. Yeah. We're going to travel the country going to rodeos. Man, that would kind of be fun. Yeah, it would be. That would be. <laughs> Actually... <laughs> Forget the comics. It's just rodeos from here on out. <laughs> well, how about how about we do rodeos <laughs> and bowling? Okay. Because we've always threatened to be a bowling podcast. Yeah, we yeah bowling. we had. It's yeah. called gutter trash, right? It just we don't even have to change the title. Exactly. Yeah. But no, yeah, we are gonna only do comic books from now on. That's right. Uh, which which is uh, slightly intimidating, but but. Uh, also, kind of looking forward to it. I've, I've been sort of personally lamenting uh, the lack of comic books that I read. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you know, especially uh, in the last couple months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, I've, I've uh, I went to a laundromat uh, last week for the first time in probably like five years, and I, I brought a bunch of comics with me, and I read them all there, and it just sort of made me remember that. Uh, Back when uh, my ex-girlfriend and I used to go to the laundromat at least once a week or whatever. That's really where I did, like, the bulk of my comic book reading. <laughs> right, yeah. And, uh, like, like since I stopped going to a laundromat, I would just go to, like, my parents' house or whatever. You know, uh, mostly because it's free. Yeah, sure. Uh, <clears throat> Free's good. Right, but, but it's hard to read comics there because, you know, my parents want to talk. Or, like, interrupt me whenever I'm trying to read or whatever. Sure. It's not like I have... The quiet and space that I would need to read a comic book while I'm doing my laundry there. Uh, so doing that last week, you know, actually going to a laundromat sort of made me miss that. Oh yeah, you know, a it's lot. kind of like a good little element. Yeah. yeah. 
so so uh, hopefully I can start catching up on some of my reading, especially since I have like at least three long boxes worth of stuff that I have not read. Right. And I finally have um I have eight long boxes of comics and they are completely alphabetized and like in a, in, in a row. Right. Like they're all like you know, they're all in a like a seven foot row there. Right. So they're, they're yeah, I can like actually find them easily yeah. now. It's, Do you want to go ahead and organize mine for me? <laughs> that took it took it took me a while. That took me a couple of my days off, like only doing that. Yeah. Did you write a day off diary about that? <laughs> I think I did. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, it's, it's something I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to. Well, that's cool. Uh, yeah. But but as I, I mentioned to you, uh, you know, one of the big reasons that I like alternating between movies and comics is that the movie week gave me like an off week chance to read the comic. Right. In case it was like a long one or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, like, I mean, I probably could read whatever. A graphic novel a week. Or graphic whatever. novel, sure. miniseries, whatever, you know, in a week. Uh, but then, like, I think other things would like have to be put aside in order to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I would have to, like, the dogfighting would be the right dog out. Fighting, Could you do that uh, four nights a week now or five? I've actually dropped it down to three. Three? Okay. Yeah. Well, after Marty died. Well, yeah. He was your star player. He was. Yeah. yeah. Moment of silence for Marty. He was great. Yeah. For a poodle, too. I, mean, I know, right? Like, that was nuts. Very surprising. Right. But, you know, it just proves that uh, they can all be vicious if you train them. Oh, right. yeah. If you beat them enough. Yep. Yeah, you can get violence in anyone. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, so once Marty died, I had to drop that down. <laughs> also, I'm, I'm not making that much money on it. Right? I, it's so, a bad market in this town. Is, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I'm getting into bird fighting. Are you? Yeah. Huh. Like, like, wait, like, regular birds or like chickens? Like, cockfighting? No, cockfighting is so, like, 1973. Okay. I'm talking about, like, pigeons. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, they are everywhere. You can just grab one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and like you can just throw them at each other too. Sure, yeah. they, don't have, they don't have to be aggressive. Nope. You can, you can do all the work. <laughs> See, what I'm actually aiming for is to catch hummingbirds. Oh, because yeah, they have like the really long needle. Oh, they're snout. fast too. Like in that, they're fast, and like you could just throw them like a dart. <laughs> yeah, you could. They they could even be dead, right? And they get stolen. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, so I think uh, we're going to, so I know we we just came back, you know, after an absence here, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't think we're going to be weekly anymore at this right, point. Right. I think we're going to need uh, to be bi-weekly so that we have a chance to actually read uh, the, the, the book that uh, either of us picks. We're emulating DC's Rebirth. Yeah, uh, that's it. We're going to be bi-weekly. <laughs> Only we're not doing it across the line. We're just doing it for uh, action comics. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, remember when action comics went weekly? Oh, yeah. 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 That was crazy. It also didn't have Superman in it. Right? <laughs> it was mostly like Green Lantern. And... Yeah. I think there was a Nightwing story. Yeah. Maybe a Dead Man. I think Paul series. Chadwick drew some of those covers. Oh, yeah. they were amazing. Dave Gibbons drew some of them, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I remember... When they made the switch back to having Superman in it, they did. Uh, they were gonna have 
a uh, series with uh, Superman teaming up with Green Lantern. Oh, yeah? And, uh, like, I guess it never happened. Hmm, yeah, I don't remember that. Uh, but Neil Gaiman wrote it. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then they eventually published it. Like that prestige format yeah, thing? Yeah. The, the, uh, was the Frank Miller cover. Frank Miller cover, back when he was not so terrible. He was he was on his way, though. Oh, yeah, he, he was definitely edging towards it. Yeah. Uh, but, it, yeah, it had, like, 30 different artists. And mm-hmm. Mike Allred, I think, did a chunk of it. I'd forgot about that. Oh, yeah. I actually just saw that yesterday while looking through comic boxes at uh, the convention we were both at. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where, where we also went and drank margaritas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Mavericks had uh, was, was doing their uh, Jim and Dan comic show. Yeah, our quarterly show that we do. Yeah, at the Hair Arena, a local uh, stadium here in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, yeah. it's been here <laughs> since the mid-60s, I think. Yeah, I think so. I, mean, yeah. I know the Beatles played there a long time. Jackson 5 played there, yeah, so, and that tells you something. Uh, but yeah, there used to be a concert venue, and uh, I believe uh, it also had uh, like the ice capades would always go. There, oh yeah, and, uh, they filmed a lot of uh, uh, wrestling there in the eighties. Like oh, yeah? it was like yeah. every other Monday they filmed it there. Yeah, they, they would have some wrestling matches there. Like uh, WrestleMania probably was there. I think I think one of them or one of the bouts. I don't know if it was WrestleMania, but it was one of the big pay per views. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then they would have like you know. Sales would be there, like the, the super sale. They would have the uh, gun and knife show, uh, which they were still having up until recently. I saw a guy uh, lift a suitcase with his pierced scrotum there once when I was in high school. Say what? Oh, yeah, yeah. The Jim Rose Circus? <laughs> oh, I also saw it there. <laughs> yeah, I think it, this was just in the bathroom uh, after after like a Bill Goodwin's gun and knife show. In the bathroom there, there, and that makes total sense as well. Yeah, but no, yeah, Mr. Lifto, I saw yeah. him in uh, the, yeah, the Jim Rose sideshow. Was, were they there with Nine Inch Nails? Because that's where I saw them. No, the, the, this one that I went to was, uh, um, actually, I may have seen that one too. I, I saw Jim Rose open for Nine Inch Nails at one point, but when I was in high school, I took my girlfriend at the time to see the circus show. And it was just them, and it was like really long. It was like a two hour. It was like an hour and a half or two hour thing. And it was in one. It wasn't in the main room where they had the stage. It was in. It might have been the room that we were in yesterday with the, the comic convention. But um, it was yeah one of their smaller rooms, and it was really cool because it was so well lit, and you could see everything, and you were right up close. I mean, it wasn't like the big room. So yeah, it was was awesome. Yeah, Uh, but no, yeah, I saw them there too. But they were were opening for Nine Snails at the time, right? As well as Papa Lead itself. Oh yeah, okay. I I definitely saw that lineup. I don't know if it was at Hair or somewhere else, but uh, let's see. I saw the Ramones play one of their last shows uh, with uh, White Zombie. I was there. Yeah. Uh, I crowd surfed for the first time ever at that show. Nice. And, and uh, during the Ramones or White Zombie? Uh, during White Zombie. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but I was up front for the Ramones. I was like right at the, wow. the stage. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, crowd surfed during the White Zombie show and, and uh, got dropped six feet, uh, my head inches away from the railing of the stage. Ooh. Oh, that's scary. Uh, but, you know, everybody, you know, helped me back up and security escorted me around the stage where I got to shake hands with Rob Zombie as I passed him. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, I bought, uh, I got my very first ever Superpowers action figure there. Wow. <laughs> from... From Rob Zombie? Yes, from Rob Zombie. <laughs> no, uh, the hair arena would 
also have uh, the super sale occasionally, where they would just have a whole bunch of vendors selling crap. Oh, yeah. And, uh, toasters and books and whatever. Yeah. And so when I was a kid, uh, actually, my dad used to work there for a very short period of time in the mid-80s. And uh, so, like, we would go visit him occasionally, and they would have, you know, the super sales or whatever, and ice creams and all that. Uh, but, yeah, one of the super sales, my mom bought me a Superpowers action figure, Dr. Fate. Nice. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, I took uh, an ex-girlfriend uh, to a super sale once and bought her a ring, and she bought me a sword. Uh, that's love. Yeah. I uh, saw hockey games there. I, and a football game. I, I tried to see a hockey game there. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know Nirvana played there when we were in high school. Yeah, I um, did not see that. I did not either. I remember, uh, I remember my friends went, and I was like, oh, I'll catch them next time. Yeah. I know Megadeth played there like at least once a year. Pantera uh, played there a lot. Yeah. Uh, I know Motorhead played there a few times as well. I saw Guided by Voices there. Uh, that seems weird. Um, <laughs> they were opening for the Breeders. Oh, okay, that's less weird. And it was like in the 90s. Yeah. When they were kind of in their pinnacle. Yeah. I saw Sepultura there. Ooh. Well, that was awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I know I was supposed to see Rob Zombie and Ozzy Osbourne play there, uh, but then they canceled that show. Ah. I saw uh, Primus play there. Ooh, nice. Uh, yeah. Marilyn Manson. See, I was supposed to see them there as well, because uh, they were originally touring with Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. And uh, they canceled that performance, and when they rescheduled, uh, Marilyn Manson was no longer on the Right, bed. yeah. Uh, and that's back when I would have uh, enjoyed seeing them. Right. Yeah, it was kind of early on. Antichrist Superstar era. Uh, actually, it was, uh, uh, during that tour with Nine Shales, it was uh, American Family. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, the reason we mentioned all this history, though, yeah. is uh, yesterday was Harry's last day. Yep. They're closing that shit down. They are. They're going to tear it down. After 40, 50 years, whatever. Probably close to fifty. Yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of history happened there, mm-hmm. uh, both both in our personal lives and just in general. Yeah, and uh, their final ever event was a comic show. Yeah, and we did so well there. A lot of people showed up, I think, just because it was their last day. Right, and we sold a shitload of stuff. I know. Yeah, there was one guy you talked to that that's the whole reason he was even there was because you know. First time he had been to Harrowing in like 34 years. Yeah, right. Yeah. And people were buying stuff because they wanted a souvenir. They're like, I got this on the last day of Harry. So, hell yes, you did. I bought a plushy Pikachu. (laughs) (laughs) I bought one comic book. I bought Pelicaville number five by Seth. I bought uh, four comic books. Uh, Two of them were like sketch covers that I paid way too much money for. And uh, then I bought two. Uh, well, I bought uh, the Hulk Pit crossover. Nice from uh, the late nineties. That uh, is you know, part of my Pit collecting spree that I've been going on. Del Kion, Del Kion, Peter yeah. David wrote it. That's awesome. Yeah. I, that's probably pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's one thing that I've been looking for for a while and never been able to find. And when I've looked at it, it's like, yeah, do I really want to spend ten bucks on this thing? Yeah, right. Yeah, but I uh, bought it yesterday for half price. So nice cover. So like. Two fifty, three dollars, something like that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really good. And I bought a uh, Tom Scioli uh, graphic novel, one of the Myth of Eight Opus books that he did in the uh, early two thousands. He's great. Yeah. And uh, 
Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I saw those, like, pretty much, like, I walked in, talked to you and Neil at the the Mavericks booth, went to the table next to you, bought <laughs> those <laughs> items, and that was pretty much it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Hung out with us for a while. Yeah. Then had margaritas. Exactly. Yeah, the, the nearby Mexican restaurant, uh, Taqueria Mezteca. What, what excuses are we going to find to go out there again? I know, right? Well, there is another one on 3rd Street. There is, yeah. yeah I've just, actually still never been to that one. They just don't have margaritas there. That blows. Yeah. yeah. It's also not in an old pizza hut. No, it's in an old burger chef. <laughs> <laughs> in a warehouse district yeah. in, near a fire station close, yeah. close to downtown Dayton. So, yeah. you know, maybe not. Like, bring your bulletproof vest. Right, right, right. Right. So. I know you and I tried to go down there once and they were closed. Yeah. Yeah, they close it like right right as soon as I get off work. They, yeah, yeah. They're closing. So. I think you invited me there once for lunch, and like I had just eaten. Oh yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have to check it out sometime. Uh, but yeah, so so uh, yeah, goodbye, Hair Arena. Goodbye, yeah, piece of Dayton history. I know. It was kind of a shithole though. At this it, point. I mean, it's really falling apart a lot, but yeah. they could have renovated it. They, just, have, they just yeah. let it go to shit. Well, I guess there was, like, family legal issues with it. Right. The people that owned it couldn't figure out who was responsible to right. repairs. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. That's, that was fun. Right? Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Good time yesterday. Yeah, I did. I had a good time going out there. Glad I did. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, so. Next episode is going to be the start of comics only for Gutter Trash. Yeah. Um, I will put this out that uh, in one way or another, there will be either a spin-off movie review podcast uh, with me and someone else, or, or uh, you know, just, just something is going to happen. I'm, I'm still going to watch movies and talk about them you, and record it. Do you like your movies? Because I, I do, and I like, uh, I like people uh, downloading my voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, wait a minute. You did something else this week though that, that mm. I might want to talk about. What did I do? Last Monday. Oh, I went and saw the Melvins. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. How was that? It was amazing. Yeah. Uh I've seen them a handful of times and this was one of the better shows. They were just pulling out all all the all the hits. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, every time so many. All of their top ten hits they played. Every <laughs> single one of them. Yeah. Um no, yeah, they played. St- I mean, they played stuff in the '80s, '90s, aughts, and it was it was a great mix. And some good covers, like they did a Kiss song and a Alice Cooper song, and they even played "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." Um, well, we know that Buzzo is, uh, is a baseball fan, right? <laughs> he is, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, it was great. It was such a good show, and it was at a smaller club called the A and R Music Bar. Um, Columbus and yeah, they just rocked that house, man. They're they're my favorite band ever. Um, they have been since I was a teenager. They're, they're our current uh, opening theme. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I'm, I don't know if that's going to change. I mean, we're changing it up. So yeah, I would say not at this point. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's you know, not like it's the theme is reliance on you know what we're talking about. Right. Here. Yeah, they don't sing about. It's not like the Mystery Science Theater thing. Right, yeah, they sing yeah. about us watching movies. 
<laughs> like if uh, if the Viewmasters ever changed formats, we would have to probably change the theme of that. Oh yeah, I'm currently using TV Casualty. Right. So, oh, that's, that's such a good song. It yeah. is. Seems, would seem a shame to lose that. Yeah, yeah, it would. Maybe you could maybe you could change the theme song to Drinking and Driving, and then record it while you guys are drinking and driving. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, Joe, he only, he doesn't drink and drive, but he does play Pokemon Go and drive. Oh, well, that's arguably even more dangerous, so <laughs> way more badass. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that was cool. And the weirdest thing, though, is uh, before the show, my friend Rich and I drove up to Columbus, and he wanted to stop at a White Castle, because there's, there's no White Castles really left around here. Nope. Um, the closest one was near the Hair Arena. What was it called? Hair Arena? I don't remember that place. Uh, Salem Mall. Oh, okay. I do remember that. <laughs> so we stopped at this white castle from the year 2465 <laughs> because we walk in and like everything is weird. There's no menu anywhere. Like it, it just like there's like weird art, artwork on the walls, like, like advertising their, you know, food, but not like prices and stuff, just like pictures of burgers and burgers, stuff. Right, yeah, sliders. And you, right? And you walk up to the, the quote unquote counter and there's and you can see people back there making food but there's like clearly no like cash register nothing right. like no there's nobody there I, like it's just strange and then we we look around and there's this big video screen kind of like in the middle of the store like away from the counter where you would usually find condiments and napkins and we walk over to that and it says you know touch the screen <laughs> and then you like <laughs> touch the screen and like this menu digital menu appears with like pictures of all the different items you can order. Did, did it have any text? <laughs> there was minimal text. Okay. Um, I mean, there was like categories for like sides and drinks, sure. but it was like all number based, like right, basically, right, right. and you just enter quantities and and yeah, yeah, you just touch what you want and then it and it asks you how you want to pay and you either put the cash in that machine or you slide your card in it. Like, there's no human interaction. And and then like eventually they brought our food and we sit there for a while because it says wait by the counter right. and we like had there's like little bar stools all like that's the other weird thing is like where you, you normally have like you know a place to stand there there's just bar stools everywhere and so we waited and eventually they brought out our food but um, it was just very strange yeah I mean part of me the part of me that hates interacting with people is like totally into that right. But also, like, part of me is just like, yeah, they're going to fuck that up. Like, <laughs> well, they actually did mess up our order, but they gave us everything that we ordered and then some extra stuff. Right. So, well, you know, right. if they have to fuck it up, that's the way to fuck it up. Yeah, usually. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That, that, that bothers and intrigues me all at the same time. And they had veggie sliders. Like, that is also super weird. Like we each tried one, and they weren't awful. They were just like kind of what you'd expect, like a Burger yeah. King style veggie burger at White Castle, like right. a tiny one. Um, yeah, they weren't. I mean, they weren't bad, but I would never be like, man, I need to go get me one of those. Yeah. You know? It's because with the veggie burger that they they remove that sort of crack like substance that's in the regular <laughs> yeah. sliders that causes people to just suddenly out of nowhere be like, I need one. <laughs> yeah. They're still working on it. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I mean, White Castle's kind of horrible, but man, there are times where I'm just like, I, I, <laughs> I really do, and maybe that Rich was, was just having that moment. Oh, right. You know? Oh, yeah. He, 
Yeah, because there was like, it wasn't like, man, we're in the middle of nowhere and we're starving and this right. is all there is. And there was like 20 restaurants in a row and right. he's like, I want to go to White Castle. Right. I was like, there's a Taco Bell right there. <laughs> I was like, I can at least eat something there. Because right. I didn't know they had veggies there. Uh, you could have gotten some fries that were probably fried in beef fat. Yep. <laughs> I, I did I did have an order of onion chips because yeah. I remember loving those when I was like, I haven't been to White Castle in like 15 years. You have too. I don't think so. Yep. Because you and I went to a White Castle on, on the way back from a trip to Chicago. But I don't think I eat it. No, you didn't eat it. Yeah. Uh, you've been at Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I walk in them all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the smell is just hilarious. Sure. You know, the one thing that I do love about a White Castle is they are one of the only places that has crinkle cut fries. Oh, yeah? But nobody else has them, and for whatever reason, I can't tell you why, crinkle cut fries are just the best. You know, when I was a kid, there was something called microwave magic french fries that came in this little red microwavable box. I vaguely remember. And they were crinkle cut, and I loved the shit out of those. I ate those all the time. Yeah. Uh, I, I would pour sugar and uh, ketchup on them. I, instead of salting them, I would sugar them. So they, they had the like texture of salted fries, but it was sweet instead. I always loved that. <laughs> <laughs> So we're changing formats of the show. <laughs> Jason is no longer going to be a host. <laughs> you can't trust anyone that sugars are. You know what's weird is like I'd, I'd done that for years, and then I was at a family reunion, and I was talking to my aunt Hattie, who is a hundred years old, like exactly a hundred. And we were talking, and I was eating fries with sugar on them. And she's like, "That's how I eat my fries." Huh. And I was like, "You're awesome." That's so weird. On the other hand, though, like when I was in high school. Uh, fries on, on the, uh, the lunchroom menu or whatever. Uh, I would get the fries and I would take, like, they would have these little, you remember, like, the little paper cups that you can put, you know, like, oh, yeah. or whatever. I'd put, like, chocolate sauce in that and then dip the fries in the chocolate oh, really? sauce. Really? Yeah. I guess that's not too far removed from, you know, the Wendy's Frosty thing that everybody tries. You yeah, have yeah. to try that. Everyone has to try that one. Well, I've never tried that. Really? Yeah. Oh, you'd probably like that. Yeah. I don't know. Not, not a huge fan of the Frosty myself. Mm, no. Get too runny too fast. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Only drink them in the winter. Yeah. That's the key. Yep. Uh, and also, I try not to eat Wendy's as much as humanly possible mm-hmm. in general. I haven't been there in a long time either. Yeah. Probably less than 15 years, but still. Yeah, so, uh, got a comic that we're going to read? I do. And, and, uh, I think you own a, a copy of this as well, so okay. I probably don't have to loan it to you, but if, if you need be, I, I shall. Um, I would love to read, because I haven't finished it yet, okay. uh, Images Captara. Okay. Uh, it's only five issues? Yeah, I think, I think the first trade is, yeah, I think it's five. Okay. Right. Although there might, I think there's one issue past the trade, so whatever the trade is, I think there's one more. Okay. I'm Maybe. not entirely sure. It hasn't come out in like a year. It's so. been a long time, yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. if we talk about it, it'll come back. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do own those issues. Sweet. Be more than happy to. Uh, I think I've already read them, but uh, I would be more than happy to reread them and talk about them with you. Awesome. Yeah. Captara. Captara with a K. Go, yep. go look for it. Indeed. There's it's, there's a it's the cheapest image trade on the market. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, most of them are nine ninety nine. Chip Zdarsky made it nine ninety eight. Of course. <laughs> Just so he could say it's the cheapest image trade on the market. Sure. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Right, yeah. Uh, looking forward to that. Cool. Uh, we'll, we'll figure out uh, off air like, you know, when, when we want to do that. But uh, you know, look forward to that, and, and uh, you know, keep keep your ears peeled for for announcements on on uh, what the movie angle is going to be. Yeah, right. right. But, yeah. Uh, but from now on, Jason and Eric are just reading comics. Reading comics. That's what we do best. Yeah. Yeah, and masturbate. Well, yeah, yeah. We read comics second. We can't really. Yeah, as they. <laughs> Can't really front on that, <laughs> but we don't want to review that. No, 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 nobody wants to hear that. And honestly, it's the same. It's not, the board not much to review, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Sorry, we you know if you if you for some reason missed like us. accidentally missed us. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and honestly, uh, then we also apologize for coming back. Yeah, it's probably more apt. <laughs> <laughs> but you're stuck with us again. Yep. Sorry. Yep. Until until our brains break. Yep. It'll happen. Don't worry. Oh yeah. It seems to be a regular routine now. Yeah. Every every so often. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty then. We'll be back next time. Yep. Captara. Good night, guys and ladies. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.